NBA thinks China's complicated. Complicated. It's so complicated. Yeah. When you ain't woke. Mayor Mayor Pete's going to teach us a little about religion. <laughs> religion. <laughs> Is that too much? Yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. Hunger Games 2020. Uh, it's, it's good. It's going to be good. Uh, and then, and then lastly, we got Pastor Kanye West, Pastor Tat. Adam Tyson coming on the show. Excited to bring him sorry, on the show. Adam. Yeah, sorry. Hey, y'all. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to Cross Politic on the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network. We got Pastor Toby. Hey. The good brother Chuck Knox. Give him the black church or he dies. Yes. And the water boy. Man, is going to be with you. We're also going to do a book drawing. Are we? Third yeah. segment. Yeah. Yes. Third yes. segment. You all have been. All the club members. Members. Club members have been sending yeah. in their names. Uh, their names. We actually, I actually got a couple people that weren't club members that are like, hey. Um, and you noticed? Did I go in for the drawing? And did you tell him? Like, <laughs> join? I, I didn't. I, we, I had too many emails. So I just you like, just uh, let him in. I like delete. So is it pop? Oh, okay, oh, you delete. delete. Okay, yeah. all right. I'm just saying yeah. it's club, club members only. Yeah, okay. we we made that clear. Yeah, and we what's also, wrong? With we also people? said that if you wanted to, you could join, join the club. There's a way to do and, that, and yeah. then just send in the right. name. Then that's how you go in the front door. That's right. We got a lot to cover. That's right. The front door. When Jesus knocks, you go in the front door. You know, Are you calling those people illegal you, you aliens? Don't, illegals. You don't jump over the fence. There are no illegals. Oh, man. Hey, guys, you know we're going to be at ReformCon uh, October 24th through the 26th. Yep. We're going to be, hey, you like the new link I got up for TrinityKirk.org? Mm. Um, November 1st and 2nd. If you guys are in the Seattle area, the Northwest area, get up there. We're yep. going to be in uh, Trinity Church's conference in Seattle, Kirkland area. Christ over uh, politics. Christ over politics. Excited yeah. about that. And then, of course, G3. I got some announcements that I can't announce quite yet, but it's coming. You keep uh, saying stuff like that. That I'm we're like, going to be at G3. We're going to do two live shows. We got some fun guests. and uh, It's going to be like a reunion down there it. for me. Yeah. Yeah. A reunion? Yeah, yeah. You got I a mean, bunch that, of friends down there? That's where I was working at Wretched People. for seven years. They're going to be down there? Down there in Atlanta. Got a lot of friends down there from In Touch Ministries. And, okay. yeah, I'm just, just excited to be in the South. You think, that, you think they still want to be associated with you? Uh-huh. Even though that you've been doing, oh, yeah. doing this? They with, come to me by night. Uh, oh, they do. Oh, yeah. Get some Nicodemuses. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, they'll be like. They come by night. Hey, how you do so and so and Chocolate Knox. Cool. It's cool. It's cool. I keep your secrets. Hey, hey, nice class. Make sure you guys mm. join the club, support mm. our show, support our efforts. Right now, you still get a free pint uh, through this whole process. At the end of each month, I'll mail out all the pints. So all those club members who joined this month, don't worry. Wait till the end of the month. Club members for September just got their pints. Man, oh. I had a whole box. Or they, I just Thank emailed, I just mailed them out you. this week. Post okay. office was supposed to pick them up like three days ago. And they so they're coming. Them up today. They're it's coming. Yep. Also, this particular show is brought to you by New St. Andrews mm. College. Oh, yes. look at that. It's like. Like professional yeah. and everything. Now, if it was like, professional, it'd be full screen, but I, I ain't talking about yeah, that. Yeah, he doesn't know about I that. I want it to pop. Uh, no, it doesn't, it doesn't pop when you do that. You have to actually make, go all the way to the edges. We've been over this. Um, in particular, New St. Andrews College wants to invite you to join them. We yeah. want to invite you to join us yeah. October 25th and 26th for our prospective student weekend. Experience NSA's Christian Leadership Building Education, live discussions, Experience a tight knit Christian community and att- and attend our annual Reformation banquet. Ooh! So if you're a junior or a senior oh, in high school right lots now, lots of good food. Come mm. and visit this that prospective student uh, weekend. It's a great time to visit the college. NSA is oh, one of the few colleges that your kids should be checking out. Man, absolutely. Come on yeah. now. Also, see details for our new Envision scholarship. If you live more than 150 miles away, you could qualify Ooh. for a scholarship that would cover the cost of your entire visit to come see New St. Andrews College. You can find out more at nsa.edu slash visit. I mean, 
Think about this. They're going to pay for you to visit. They're going to pay for you to visit. You could come see us. Well, actually, we're going to be ReformCon that weekend. You could come <laughs> see Pedro. Pedro's yeah, Pedro. in the studio. Yeah, Pedro will be here. We have, in we, we have a, a very large studio audience because Pedro's a big man. Yeah. And and he's, he's here. With a nice and, beard. <laughs> with a very large beard. Very nice. And um, you can come see him and Pastor Doug Wilson, President Ben Merkel. Yep. Come yep. visit the college. Come to Moscow. So, Stephen Curry got interviewed on the whole China thing this last week. And he was very and, bold about everything he said. Oh, right? yeah. He was so brave. Well, oh. so this is Stephen. Uh, so, Steve Curry is his coach. I know. Uh, last Steve week. Kerr? Steve Curry. Steve Curry. Yeah, they're not <laughs> the same name. I I, I got Steve He likes right. him, but he ain't that right. no, 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 no. So, Steve <laughs> Kerr is his coach. Steve Kerr basically came up with the same answer. Stephen Curry yesterday uh, w- was asked <clears throat> in an interview, uh, you know, what do you think about China? And he's like, man, it's it's complicated. There's a lot of history there, and I, I'm just not. Don't know my Chinese I, history. I'm not familiar with it all. It's just complicated, and all I could keep thinking thing, about was like the deep pockets. The thing that that really bugged me about his answer was like, if anybody dares give that answer on anything in our country, yeah, like I don't know, police shootings, yeah, of, yeah. Of black people. They didn't give it or, to the NFL. That or, wasn't a luxury or for them like, there. You know, or like yeah, kneeling, yeah, yep. or um, I don't know, like. Pick something, you know, reparations or something like. Yeah. You're like, yeah. it's really complicated. It's it's difficult. There's a lot. Everybody just yell, racist. They know yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. what they think. You, you white yeah. supremacist, white yeah. privilege. You know, I, I'd be hater. Thinking, if I was, you know, a person in Hong Kong that says from Hong Kong, I'd be wondering, like, do you guys just think that freedom is just something for you guys? Mm. Yeah. Is is that is that how you guys are thinking about it? Oh, but, it's yeah. good for us over here, but, but not yeah. not good for everybody but, else. But this because thing, if he's living in China right now. I'm just he saying. would be complaining. Like how, they don't know that China is communist nation. How complicated is it? They've they've killed millions. Yeah, M- the Chinese state is communist. Do you need more? Wait, exactly. Then we can stop <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, um, yeah. the so word like, communism. But I repeat myself. Mean anything? You know, but yeah. like, but mur- they've murdered millions. Um, yeah. I mean, th- we. How yeah, do we I, get I, to the point? But, but this where is the, that's complicated. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, but this is what it means to be privileged. Truly, what it means to be privileged. When he goes to China, he gets the red carpet rolled out. He he has no clue right. about what's going on in the streets because he gets his personal jet, flies into his personal airport in China, gets the personal escort to the basketball arena. Gets you know. And here's the deal, and I get it. I I understand <clears throat> that you cannot know all the situations and everything that's going on. I I, I get that. Sure. But one of the things that was the insult from the NFL that the NBA players thought was like, you should, because of who you are and, and the platform that you have, yeah. you don't have the luxury of not being able to understand these situations. Right. Right? That's what the NBA that's, told the that's NFL. That's basically right. how the NBA was pushing over to the NFL. You don't have the luxury yeah. at that particular status not to know. Yeah. And the NBA being an international, right? they, they need to know these things. Right. And, and, and having somebody work. And to, so be, to be ignorant on this right. is not an excuse. Right. And especially because of the money. Exactly. Yeah, right. You are in bed with, with them. China. That's yeah. exactly you right. Not, you, That's you're right. taking millions and millions of dollars from them. You have to know who you're in business right. with. Yeah. 
Well, and, and this is really how you, one of the ways that you can really love your neighbors is get to know the situation of Hong Kong. Get to yeah. know the situation of China. Steph, Steph Curry is a professing Christian, I believe. Yeah, yeah he is. Somebody yeah, needs to tell him how many Christians are being held in prison right yeah. now in China yeah. right now because yeah. of their religion. And talk to him about early rain church. Yeah. How about somebody talk to him about this? I mean, come yeah. on, brother. And what I've, what I've watched, and it hasn't been necessarily, they say, coming from the NBA, but if you look around, everybody's seen it on social media if you're on there. People who are supporting Hong Kong, people who have, say, free Hong Kong, we stand by Hong Kong, who show the signs at the games, they're getting kicked out. Yep. They're getting moved. They're getting yep. silenced. The reporters from CNN are asking questions and getting, and, and and getting, getting silenced and yeah. saying, well, this is only NBA questions yeah. only, right? Right. And so what's- Sh- Shut up and play ball. Oh, yeah. Oh. So, Steven- So- uh, We heard that last- before. But, you know, here's okay, the, the thing that bothers me about this is that- America is supposed to be the ones who bring the freedom to other right. places. Right. But watching China put enough pressure on the NBA, they say, listen, if you're going to do business with us, you have to treat people the way that we treat people. You have to make sure that they conform to our status the way we yeah. want them yeah. to conform. And you have yeah. to do that. If right. you don't do that, right. forget the game plan. And right. what has the NBA done? Right. Now, they haven't said this. But watch all the teams get real careful. Great. Hey, we ain't talking about that. Yeah, we, we don't know. It's really yeah. complicated. It's difficult. We yeah. don't know. It, what? But well, this, that's the talking point that seems to be going around. Absolutely. Stephen right. Kerr. But, but you know, the, the church has done this over and over again. <laughs> Christians do this all, all the time. We say yeah. we're, we're reaching out. We're reaching right. out. We're ministering. And what's happening? Is the world becoming more like Christ? Yeah. Or are you becoming more, more like, like the, the world? world? Yeah, yeah, right. That's Nine right. times out of ten, yeah. you become more like the world. That's exactly right. right. Yeah. We, they learned that from us. Did, it, did that just pop up in the back of me? This is from your LGBTQ plan. And oh. Here's what you write. This is a quote. Freedom of religion is a fundamental right, but it should not be used to discriminate. Do you think religious institutions uh, like colleges, churches, charities, should they lose their tax-exempt status if they oppose same-sex marriage? Yes. <laughs> there can be no reward no benefit, no tax break for anyone or inst- any institution, any organization in America like that, that denies the full human rights and the full civil rights of every single one of us. And so as president, we're going to make that a priority, and we are going to stop those who are infringing upon the human rights of our fellow Americans. Congressman, thank you. God has spoken. It, does it include <laughs> unborn babies? Their human rights? No, of course not. Well, oh. well, well because what he just basically said is, oh. guys, uh, we own all the terms. Yeah. Yeah. We get to define everything. Yeah. And so babies don't fit underneath that definition. Sorry. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we define it because we, we're God. We're God. We're God. And that's what he's just, you know, yeah. this is the thing that bothers me is not necessarily his comment. I expect him to say that. And honestly, I'm grateful that he actually said that because yeah. he's one of the few that's going to tell the truth. He's going to take your guns and he's going to imprison you and yeah. he's going to burn you on the, yeah. on the light sandals, light candles and, and the front to light we, the We city. call him Bob Frank. Yeah. <laughs> Bob Frank. Frankie Bob. That's his, that's his Robert real Francis. Um, Bob this, Frank. This is, uh, he's telling the truth. But what bothers me is that the Christ, there's so many Christians out there who feel like that the gospel itself is not political. Yeah, and, right, and, right. but the world knows that there's no, there's no yeah. neutrality in this. Right. Thou shalt not steal. Yeah. That doesn't just fall out of the sky. No. It come, it's coming, it comes from the living God. That's right. Uh, the, the fact that truth matters, that truth exists, <laughs> that comes from the living God. Yeah. It, you, you don't just, it's not just there. Yeah, that's right. It's not just floating there. There's a God that gives us standards. Yeah. And, um, and so that's why, um, Christians need to know that you can't pretend neutrality. Yeah. And, and so, yeah. So the other thing that to point out here is that, um, this is why Christians need to be very, very leery of, um, taking 
the government handout. That's right. right. This is a yep. hook in you. This is right. why this is one of the reasons why we love New St. Andrews College because they take no federal funding. That's right. Right. Um, uh, they, they Pastor ha- Pastor Adam uh, MacArthur's college takes federal funding. Oh, you know. Oh, oh, oh but, but, that. but that's <laughs> but that's the thing is that, that, that when you, when you do that, you take the king's coin. Yep. You become the king's man. That's right. There's hooks attached. There's levers attached. That's and right. maybe initially it's it's subtle. And and you know, in certain um, and I know that in certain places the um, it's it's difficult for a church or a college to even exist apart right. from um, uh, going through some paperwork to register. Right. But but we need to be um, getting ourselves out of that. And, and yeah, I don't well, think it's just the left who's doing this. I think it can not look like it because conservatives can seem like they're on your team, your guys in the office, but there's still some sort of, um, I think even on conservative side, expectation from the church to act and do a particular type of thing, do a particular type of way, quite yeah, a quid pro yeah, quo. And yeah. I think we need to set quid ourselves. Quid pro quo? Yes, I believe that. <laughs> I do. And, I, and, and, and listen to Trump. I mean, man, by the way, I watched his rally. I haven't the Minneapolis. seen the Minneapolis yeah, rally. Yeah. I haven't seen somebody so gifted and staring up a crowd since yeah. the birth of T.D. Jakes. Oh, that really? man knows how to work Ooh. a crowd. I mean, wow. it's, it's still like I'm like two hours or something like that and just work the audience. And it wasn't that he was so amazing is that like, those people scared me a little bit. <laughs> uh, well, did you see the protesters outside? Yes. No, outside. They were. Tell me. They were. They didn't scare me. They were uh, dancing. No, not the protesters I saw. <laughs> oh, okay. You saw the protesters later I saw were throwing rocks and stuff and, and yeah. like urine no and calling like just being foul mouth yeah. wow. um, to them Wow, because they were at a Trump route. I, I wanted to circle back on one point on the church thing because I think this is an area where Christians need to be um, uh, have a lot more knowledge about. It, it, we're, we're fortunate in Idaho where our church doesn't need to have 501c3 status. Uh, but in a lot of churches in other states, there's a lot of states that actually do this where your church does not need 501c3 status. Right. So don't, in one sense, you don't even need to let the government recognize that you're a church, right? If yeah. we really believe in separation of church and state, that's one of the, Voting that's kind of one of the principles. Voting right? in Texas was doing the same thing. His church in half 501c3 right. status. And so, and maybe I, that, and that may be the kind of thing too, where you might work, you might look into legally. Are, yeah. there, are there ways to create more protections? Yeah. So like put your church building in a trust or. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't just be on the defensive. Right. Think offensively. Yeah. And and try to and and work for that. And if you're a lawyer, maybe you can be thinking about. I mean, depending on what the law is in your state, yep. are there ways to to give more protections? Yeah. to churches and, then and lastly, Christian on colleges. This, pastors need to be talking in a way where they're getting the government's attention. They need to be preaching in their pulpits in a way, right? right? They're, they're preaching about politics. The right. Bible has the gospel has something to say about your politicians. Well, the well, gospel has something to say about right. Beto right here. But John the Baptist would never bring up anything <laughs> about politics. Yeah. Is that, is that not, what he told God, the king? He Guys, said, it's not lawful, lawful for you yeah. to have her. Oh, Did you say is lawful? That, is that oh. in there? Oh. oh. But you know, the, I think too, one of the things with churches they have to do, they're, they're so concerned about taking care of the poor, which I think they should be doing. I understand that. Um, and helping the needs of their community that they're willing to take the king's coin. What you need to do when you hear something like this is like, all right, that's it. We need to back off all these government funded everything. Everything. Take your kids out of public schools. Take, that's everything. That we, yeah. yeah, we need to control. Right. But but right now, if they shut us down, we're done. We can't right. continue to do that's what we right, want right, to do. Right, right. Or we're going to compromise. That's your only two options. Yeah, right. We're going to compromise or we're done. Right. Well, how can we not be done? This right. is the and, conversation. And be self-sustaining. This right. is we're talking about getting anti-fragile. We've talked about this yep. before on yes. the shows. Your church right. has to be in a situation where you're anti-fragile. Your families have to be in a situation where they're anti-fragile. Right. Can I say this you stuff know? hurts? Yeah, this is hard. Well, that's because yeah. that's what real freedom does. Then that's right. real freedom is hard yeah. Yeah. because it means you are, to be free means you're responsible, yeah, and, and so right. you, you're the one who's going that's to take right. the risks, that's and right. you're the one that's going to pay the 
cost. Yeah, right. That's what it means to be free. It's what Truly it means to free. be responsible. That's right. Yeah. And because the church hasn't been defining this, the church hasn't painted a picture of what it looks like to be a free Christian in society, we get stuff like Kami Harris just coming up with whatever she wants to identify herself as. Good to see you, Senator. Thank you for joining us. How Appreciate are it. How are you? Anna, thank you guys. And my pronouns right. are she, her, and hers. She, her, and hers. FYI. Mine too. All right. All right, first question. Uh-oh. And she's all right. like, all right. Uh-oh. Mine too. M- Mr. Cuomo. He, he just made fun of her. Uh, that's blasphemy. Yeah. He just blasphemed the gods. Did he get flogged? Uh, apparently, because he comes out on Twitter later last night. Wow. Says, what did he say? Says, Please read. When Senator Harris said her pronouns were she, her, and hers, I said mine too. Mm. I should not have. I apologize. It's not enough. I am an ally of the LGBTQ community and i am sorry because i am committed to helping us achieve equality thank you for watching our town hall Mm-mm. his first reaction Cancel was what, how he really felt you know yeah. his first reaction uh, is how yeah, he really he, felt he, he, he laughed he laughed it's she, a game well she told a joke it's and a he sh- thought it was funny yeah. yeah that's what happened she's like no, she's like, no. She, she gets introduced to the audience yeah. and she's like hey my pronouns are, are he her his it yeah yeah well um, I don't know if you guys have been paying attention. We okay. We, we we got. I know we got more, but these, I gotta say this. Thing. These town halls, by the way, they're they're glorious. They are. These are just free ads for Trump. <laughs> yeah, seriously, free ads for Trump. Message. One of the things, um, if you guys have not been paying attention to the podcast feed, if you don't subscribe to the podcast, I, what's wrong with you people? Yeah. What's wrong? With but Pastor people? Toby's been dropping his blog posts that he does. He's been yeah. reading those, and we've been putting those in the podcast. And one of the most recent ones that happens to be one of his best ones. You might want to unplug your ears because I'm going to brag on you for a second. Was woke, the tyranny of woke evangelicalism. Ooh. Is that what it was? Uh, no, no, the tyranny of woke Gnosticism. Gnosticism. That's what it was. Yeah. And one of the things that I've been really digging into and have found out is that we live in a very Gnostic culture, yes. especially evangelicalism, and we don't even know it. Yeah. We right. don't. What she did right there was Gnosticism. Yeah. Right. She's telling you that she has a special revelation that you can't achieve, that you don't know about. Yep. Yep. She said, but what, what's, your, what's your special revelation? Well, yeah. I'm her. You you don't the, the 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 separation of gender and sex. Yeah. That gender is sort of this mental construct. Yep. Rather than tied to your biology. Right. Yeah. That's gnosticism. gnosticism. Yes, because right. what we're saying is that the true knowledge is not embedded in the material world. That's the material right. world um is in the way. Um it's it's hiding reality right. in some way or it's even evil. It's opposed to reality. Right. And you have to transcend yep. um, the material realm and in order to, to actually understand the real true reality. Uh, that's that's what Gnosticism, yeah. that was the ancient heresy yeah. in the early church. Yeah, well, we beat. Who do we talk to about this? It, it, Phil long? Johnson. Was it Phil Johnson? Phil Johnson, we talked about yeah. that. Yeah, and, absolutely. And, um, but this and, is also he, why Rachel Dolezal can yes. say I'm black. Right, which exactly. Is yeah, exactly. And, but, but we're and doing you can't it, challenge her on We're it. doing it also with woke evangelicalism. It's doing the exact same thing. Right. They're, they're going after right. some special knowledge that we can't otherwise right. know. Right. right? Yeah. So, anyway. it, it's, yeah, so, so the idea that, you know, can, can you look at a situation and just get it no you don't get it no, no you your don't whiteness blinds you you don't get it and what you need is a, a, you need to be part of a secret club yep and we'll give you special decoder rings and you will understand the truth yeah but but the truth is not there right there to set you free yeah um that's the difference between the christian faith that that says god came in the flesh yeah right there for us to see and right. touch and hear he was crucified 
publicly under Pontius Pilate yeah. in history. Yeah. yeah, that's the freedom of the Christian faith. It's not in secret. It's not a secret no, no, no. mystery right. religion. Yeah, it wasn't. It's not hidden somewhere that you got to dig deep and to he, find. And he rose from the dead and was seen and touched. Yeah, preach, preach, right? Yeah. Preach, preach. All right, I'm gonna let you finish. I know you got more clips coming up. We're yep, gonna do we that do. on the third segment, and we're gonna but, do a drawing, and yes. we're gonna do a drawing for the okay church reform. Yeah, I ah, got it. Right Tim this Bailey's time. new book. More cross politic when we come back with Adam Tyson, Kanye West pastor. All right, well, the rapture is not happening. The world is not about to come to an end. What do we do now? If everything's going to end in the next 10 years, then what you've done is you've put a set of training wheels on evangelical Christians. I'm not alone in all of this. This isn't isn't an individual. We're not an army of one. There's a community at large here. Jesus bought this city, my city, my nation, my state, with his blood. And so I'm working towards that. On the Fight Laugh Feast Network, this segment is brought to you by Classical Conversations. Oh, yeah. Get your kids in there. If you need (laughs) assistance in homeschooling your children, they have classes K through 12. They have uh, uh, tutors that'll come alongside you, a full curriculum, online resources to help you. ClassicalConversations.com. With us on this segment is Pastor Adam Tyson. Adam is uh, was born and raised in a Christian home in Georgia. Oh, after, how about that, Bojangles? After attending medical Chick-fil-A, school, bro. Chick-fil-A. he became a physician's assistant. Worked in I'm trying to read a bio, guys. Uh-huh. In cardiovascular and thoracic surgery in Savannah for four years. What? He's a surgical pastor. Oh man, man. Yeah. While serving in his local church, felt overwhelming desire to pursue the glory of God through theological training. And the opportunity to serve the Lord in full-time ministry, he had the privilege of attending the Master's Seminary for both an MDiv and a D-Men, and served as an Associate Pastor of Student Ministries and Outreach at Lakeside Bible Church in Montgomery, Texas, for seven seven and a half years, and has a passion for expository preaching, biblical counseling, worldwide missions, reaching the community of Santa Clarita. You are now the lead pastor at, I just, I don't have the name of your church. Placerville. Placerita, Placerita Bible Church. Placerita Bible Church. Forgive He's me. been married wait, wait, to his lovely up. wife, Lisa, since 2004, and they've been blessed with five children. What? Are they all baptized? Not yet, baby, but we're working on it. Oh, down, man, you, got, go. you got to get some of that Presbyterian blood down there. <laughs> oh, no, man, we wait. We wait until they're believers. <laughs> I'm shaking my head at you right Uh-oh. now. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Wow. Um. So, Pastor Adam, thank you so much for joining us on Cross Politic. You're welcome. Joy to be with you guys today. So the Lord's put you in a pretty unique spotlight. Uh, and um, But honestly, uh, I was talking to the guys before we, we got you on the line, and I, I just I, I think you, you need to kind of actually explain to some of our audience. I mean, maybe everybody knows. Maybe I'm the only homeschooler that's, <laughs> that's watching this show. Uh, but who is Kanye West? Uh, and, and, then, and then how did you meet him? I'll be right back. Let me know when you guys are done with this part. <laughs> I, 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 did, I don't know a lot about him, honestly. Yeah. So neither did I until I met him. I never heard of Kanye West. 
all of a sudden, a uh, couple of folks go to our church who work with him and said that he had been asking them questions about God. Hmm. And I said, who did you say you work for? And they said, Kanye West. And I'm like, who is that? <laughs> so they start describing him to me as this really famous African-American rapper who has, uh, you know, obviously a lot of Grammys, a lot of attention in the pop culture. He's married to Kim Kardashian. And then it started to put a little framework on who this guy was. And I'm like, yeah, that's super cool. So what kind of questions is he asking? And they're like, well, he's just asking questions about God, about the Bible, about issues in the culture. And I said, well, you should answer his questions from the Bible. Yeah. And they said, we do, but sometimes he asks some questions we can't answer. Can can you? Uh, would you be willing to talk to him? Yeah. And I'm like, I'd be happy to talk to him. Huh. Didn't think anything about it. A few months passed. This young couple's in our small group. We're praying. They asked for prayer requests for Kanye. One of the guys in our small group says, why don't you invite him to church? Yeah. So we just kind of all bust out laughing like, yeah, man, why don't you invite him to church? <laughs> <laughs> Next Sunday, he shows up. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Pulls up, pulls up in a Lamborghini, five bodyguards in a hoodie, sits on the back row, comes in late, leaves early. Mm-hmm. Everybody comes up to me afterwards. Did you know who was here this morning? I'm like, who? I didn't even see him. They're like, Kanye West. I'm like, he came? I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, that's pretty cool. Well, I guess, I guess that's that. Nobody comes back to our church twice unless they love the word of God. <laughs> so next week he shows up a second time. Then I know God's at work. Yeah. And then after the third time he hung out in the back of the church after the service stayed late, we talked for about 15 minutes. Then he said, Pastor, I just want to let you know, five weeks ago I got radically saved. Wow. I said, Kanye, what does that mean? Yeah. And he started to share his testimony with me a little bit. And then we set up an appointment. And he came into my office for three hours. Mm. And all we did was talk soteriology, talked about the scripture. We talked about the Roman road. We talked about John 14, 6. Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. Mm-hmm. We talked about, you know, the substitutionary atonement of Christ. And after about three hours, guys, I was convinced that this guy has God working in his heart and that there's a transformation happening wow. in him. I believe it's happened, but time and truth go hand in hand. But sure. from what I could see and what I was hearing, I was like, I think this guy's born again. Mm. And so my, my goal would be to help him be rooted and grounded in the word of God. Wow. So I, I kind of look at this situation akin to Paul be converting and it's not a one-to-one, but it's one of those moments where people who know who Kanye is have kind of seen over Kanye's music. You've heard, um, him being haunted by Christianity, if that's a way to use the, the term. You know, you can hear Christianity in his music. I mean, he won a uh, best Christian uh, song for Jesus Walks, and he wasn't even in that genre. <laughs> it wasn't in the gospel, right. mu- the BT gospel music yeah, awards. He wins right. that. So he, you can tell that he's already had some Christianity around him or he's been in it, involved in it one way. And then you see that he hasn't always been following out with that worldview, right? And so. There's kind of like this standoffish position that I think that the Jews would have with Paul who had been killing their family. Yeah. Not a one-to-one, but people who are kind of like, I don't know. Uh, we need someone to testify we're gonna this. Need, <laughs> we're going to need some more evidence before because there's a risk. And, and if you've heard some of the Christians that have been talking, there's, a, there's this risk to actually going in and embracing him because of the fact that they don't want to get burned again by someone else who claims to embrace Christianity. And then the next thing you know, the album drops and it's like, well, that's not very Christian at all. Are you, well, bar- are you Barnabas? You <laughs> yeah. I mean, as far as working one-on-one with new converts, always we want to be cautious. We want to be careful. But when you spend, I mean, I, I, maybe it's just me. I've had the privilege. I've spent 50 hours with him in the last five months. Yeah. So I've had enough conversation with him about 
Christ and about the transforming work of the gospel to to where I'm I'm just convinced that what I'm seeing is a new convert. Now I could be wrong. Yeah. Joshua Harris walked away from the faith yeah. this summer. We Go. all thought he was born again Christian. Right. So I could be dead wrong. Mm-hmm. All I know is I'm, I need to be a good steward of this opportunity with a new convert in the faith mm-hmm. instead of just looking at him every day and saying, well, you don't have enough fruit. Right. Well, fruit doesn't save you. The Come gospel saves you by grace. Amen. And fruit is something that evidences that. And I'm seeing fruit, so I'm yeah. happy to say I believe he's a born again believer bearing fruit. Hey, Amen. That's that man. It's so good to hear. One of the right. things that I, I so again, I've been watching this over the years, and I've been a huge fan of his from the production side of his music, what he's been done doing, and have had this conflict between the Christian side of the, and his music. Sure. But when I saw. Some of the the services that he has, I like how you talk about them as like crusades. I think that's a great way to think about them. It's, it's kind of like crusade type of um, setups. Um, one of the things that I saw when I started becoming reformed, that's exactly the type of situation I started finding myself in where I didn't necessarily have all the ecclesiology worked out. But one thing that I knew yeah. is I wanted to be absolutely authentic in how I sung and I wanted the word of God to be right behind that um, in, in the preaching of a service. And I didn't know how that looked. And we were we were basically doing the same things that he's doing in his services. And that's what struck me is like, oh, that looks so familiar. Hmm. Something's yeah. going on there. You've been down that road yeah. a little bit. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Now, to his own admission, he would say when he started Sunday service beginning of this year, he was not born again. Hmm. Because he got saved some sometime in about mid-April. Hmm. Wow. So he would say he started Sunday service as kind of like spiritual therapy and positive energy. Yeah. He would sing inspirational songs. It was mostly in Calabasas, close to where he lived. Yeah. Then after he was on his journey, he started wanting to sing more gospel music, and that was encouraging to his soul. And then he says he got saved, and so he started reading the Bible at some of these <laughs> uh, Sunday services. And then he said, I started coming to your church. And whatever you preached on Sunday morning is what I would share with that group on Sunday afternoon at Sunday service. <laughs> Praise and, and, God. <laughs> so just need to see the progression. But he would just have these local invite only, invitation only uh, services on Sunday afternoon that were really just a few hundred people. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it started kind of taking off. And I, I had told him, I thought the one element that he's missing was the preaching of the Word of God. Yeah. And so I just said, hey, man, I appreciate the fact you guys are singing songs. I appreciate the fact you're sharing a little bit of your own testimony here and there. I, I just think if you want this to glorify God to the maximum, that you need a man of God. It doesn't have to be me. I never tried to insert myself in anything. I just said, you need a faithful pastor yeah. to preach the gospel. Mm. And so that's what I had been encouraging him for a while. And then, um, and lo and behold, a few weeks ago, he asked me to come and do that in Detroit. Yeah. I, you know, I, I appreciate you because there's a lot of noise and hype around Kanye and everything that's going on. And you keep bringing it back to the gospel. And that, um, I think it, it's really easy to get caught up in kind of the, 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 the Kanye, uh, uh noise. And uh, you keep bringing it back to the gospel is really good. Uh, how, as a pastor, um, do you kind of sort through uh, the kind of this and, and keep out the celebrity noise and while being faithful to Kanye and, and kind of discipling him? Hey, man, we just take it one day at a time. We take it one week at a time. So with every opportunity that's presented itself, I mean, we just want to be faithful stewards of the grace of God in that opportunity. And so basically... We, after meeting several times, we decided to start a Bible study on mm. Tuesday nights, and we did that here in L.A. for a few weeks. 
and then he upped and moved to Cody, Wyoming. <laughs> right. Some good hunting so around like, there. Well, yeah, I'm like, okay, well, I guess that's done. I guess, you know, we're, we're kind of, you know, going to be ending the Bible study. And then he just said, hey, would you be willing to continue the Bible study? And it could just be a season. I don't know. I mean, I just take it one day at a time. Yeah. We prayed about it, talked to my wife about it, talked to my elder team about it. And I said, guys, I, I just feel like at this moment, it, he's asking for me to come teach him the Bible. It's not like I have to be the only one, but he trusts us. He's visited our church five, six, seven times. He knows yeah. what we're about. Yeah. And he's asking for help to learn the Bible. Why would we say no to that? Yeah. You know, if my, if my next door neighbor asked me to teach a Bible study, I would be super excited about that. Right, man, my, right. my next door neighbor right. is like, hey man, I don't want to hear any more about Christ. <laughs> so Kanye is saying, come teach me about Christ. Yeah. So that's when we started going up the city. And I, I don't know if that means that we'll continue this long term. I don't know. You know, we just take it one day at a time, one week at a time, trying to be faithful. Our elder team has been very flexible yeah. to say, we want to walk with you through this. Obviously, we want to uh, be careful for you and your marriage and your family and our church. Right. And, Right. You know, but but we want to be also good stewards of the opportunity. So we want to free you up at this moment to, to kind of check out what's going on and how we can come alongside you. And it's just something we're praying about. What, Pastor Adam, when you think about discipleship in general, I, mean, so I don't think this is necessarily um, a question specifically directed at, at your work with Kanye, but just in general, how do you disciple a new Christian? And, and, and how what does that look like? What are the particular things that you're thinking, I need to make sure we get to that pretty quickly so that they really are getting rooted in Christ? Well, if it's just a kind of a new convert and they don't have a whole lot to, to, of questions, but just maybe coming to the faith and, and just, then I just try to get them in the scripture. So we just start tackling maybe a book of the Bible. Maybe we'll study a book together. Maybe we'll just um, work through, you know, uh, key issues of sanctification about putting off old sin, being renewed in the spirit of your mind, Ephesians 4, yep. 24, and then, you know, putting on righteous behavior. So I just think you start tackling anything. You tackle issues that might exist in their marriage or in their parenting or at work or sin struggles that they struggle with, and just show them from the Word of God how they can be overcomers through Christ to walk in a faithful walk with the Lord. So that that's just, I mean, I, I don't really, ha- everybody's different. I just sure. kind of want to know where are you struggling, what are some issues, and then just address those from the Bible. And then after we address everything I can think of, then it might be, you know, we just settle in a book of the Bible and teach them about quiet time and studying the scripture and so they can dig it out for their own, right? We want to teach them to eat so they can feast every day in the word of God. So when you talked about him, you know, his transformation, his conversion happening in April, did he share with you what it was that actually happened? What, you know, and I guess there's two different stories. There's a way that a person who is being sanctified, who's being saved, the way that they understand it. And then there's another way that we know how to interpret it for other people. <laughs> so I think there's, there's two different stories that are happening there, but what was it that, that flipped the switch for him? What was it that changed? He just told me he was under the weight of the sin. He'd been chasing all the gods of this world from fame to money to position or power, whatever it is that, that he was after. And um, he felt under conviction and after a lot of that after he had struggled a little bit with his diagnosis of bipolar and after he had just kind of worked through a couple of things, he felt like he was at the very bottom and just not in a good place. And uh, he knew God was real. He said his dad was a Christian counselor and that throughout his life growing up, his dad would ask him questions uh, like this. Is it Christ-like? Hmm. Is that Christ-like? Hmm. So that's kind of where a little bit of that Christian 
stuff comes from. He was haunted. Hear yeah. in his yeah. earlier yeah. music that was haunting him, as you were saying. Mm-hmm. Like he knew, he knew he's running from God, and he just got to the point where it's like, I'm tired of running. I need to give in. I need Christ. And so um, when we met for that first meeting for three hours, that's where I just kind of walked through, mm-hmm. you know, the Roman road and John 3.16 and John 14.6 and Ephesians 2.8.9 and just taking him to every passage, just, you know, this open Bible. Yep. Uh, and he couldn't have been more excited. He didn't know all those verses by heart. Obviously, mm. he had heard of some of them. Yeah. And as we were looking at them together, he's like, that's what I'm talking about. Mm. That's what happened to me. Wow. That's the God I believe in. Mm. That's what that it's all about. And so that was kind of exciting, just that first meeting to see it maybe becoming even more clear um, as he was looking at uh, the scripture and, and what the scriptures have to say about repentance and faith in Christ and in Christ alone. Where is, where is Kim at in all this? I think that, um, you know, I'd have to let her speak for herself. Yeah. So I think that she is someone who may be searching or may be open. I know she's encouraged about what's happened to Kanye. I believe she said on The View a few weeks ago that Kanye is a born-again Christian, and it's been really good for him. Mm. And I think that uh, we're praying that God would just continue to work in her as well. You you asked the wrong question, Gabe. What about the kids? And you're supposed to say sanctified. Sanctified, bro. Well, we got got to have talks with Adam before we... uh... You know, one of the things that I've noticed in in working with people who have come from a very um, stark contrast from the evangelical world, from the Christian lifestyle, is that the people that I have the problem with the most aren't the ones that are still in the culture, the the secular world. The ones that I have a problem with the most are the evangelicals because they think that they're helping in a lot of ways with how they're trying to give me pointers, how they're trying to get in. and, And it's like, okay, let me... I got this. Don't help right now. Just go and pray. Like, what right now is helping you? What right now is like, could we back off on? What's the best way to help you in this process in the discipleship of Kanye? Oh, I, I think it's praying for wisdom, praying for discernment, trusting that God is going to continue to work in his heart, in his mind. There's a lot of people around him. He gets a lot of input from a lot of people. Right. I just try to be faithful when I'm with him or I'm teaching and he's there. I just try to be faithful like I would for anybody. Mm-hmm. So I just think it's prayer. I, I just think that, uh, you know, it's like, a, you know, you can't really do anything unless you're in it. Otherwise, all you can do is pray. Yeah. yeah. It's really powerful. You know, when honestly, the first time Kanye really got on my radar was when he was um, wearing his Trump hat, mega hat, yeah. his MAGA hat yeah. and, <laughs> uh, and kind of, you know, at various points going off on Twitter. And mm-hmm, I'm yep. like, I'm going to follow this guy. I'm curious. <laughs> the whole Blexit situation. Yeah. Well, and, yeah. and my interest and, and the, the thing that right, that's been interesting to me even prior again to his conversion was, um, that I just saw a man. I mean, while there was maybe some trouble in there, as he's even described it, there was also somebody who was really trying to think for himself. Right. And, and he was willing to say the thing that nobody, you know, thought you should say. You weren't yeah. allowed to say that. Yeah. And he had a, so he had a backbone. Right. And, um, and was, and was willing to just, you know, stand out and, and, and say, this is, the, I think this is right. This is true. Um, how, how, um, how has, how have your conversations been or have you had conversations about any of those kinds of things applying the gospel, uh, to what it means to be a man or what it means to, um, you know, stand your ground in the truth, no matter which way the, the culture is blowing? Yeah. I mean, I think one of the strengths about Kanye's person is that he will say whatever he thinks and he doesn't care what people think of him right so we can admire that now we want that to be redeemed and we want to care what god thinks about us so the whole point he was making with wearing the maga hat was just saying hey just because i'm african-american doesn't necessarily mean i vote democrat right 
So he didn't necessarily say, I'm all in Trump supporters. Sure. He's never said that. I've never heard him say that. I just think he wants to make his point of don't put people in a box. Yeah. And we all need to be thinking outside the box, outside of the media, outside of what you would expect, outside of what you would think. And you need to be true to who you are. Now, as a born-again Christian, indeed, he is walking with Christ. And obviously, we'd love to see him using that same backbone for the gospel Amen. without compromising. Amen. And yet I know that a lot of these social justice issues are still close to his heart. Yeah. And so I just think it's about like, hey, they should be close to all of our hearts. Yeah. Right? Of course, we want America to be different than it is. But without America coming to Christ and individuals being born again, right. the culture doesn't change by politics. It changes through the gospel. Yeah, so yeah. what I've been trying to help them to see is like, hey, man, one at a time, we got to lead people to Jesus yeah. so they can see racism or see helping the poor or see whatever it is that you want to do as being an overflow yeah. of gospel transformation. Hmm. I don't know, Adam. You just sound so post-mill to me, bro. <laughs> hey Adam, real quick. I know we don't have you for very much longer, but I wanted to ask you: Could you bring people into the services that you're doing? Can you uh, with Kanye? What, what does that look like? What What's the experience that you're having there? Man, I tell you what, I, I never went to a Sunday service because they're on Sunday, and I'm in my own pulpit. Right? right, sure. So I had never been to one. Then he said, "Hey, I want you to come preach in Detroit." I think it was like September 27th, and I'm like, "Hey, man, you don't want me to preach." And he's like, "Why not?" And I'm like, "Because I'm going to preach the gospel, and that's going to change a little bit of the flavor of what this service has been like, to my understanding, up to this point." And he's like, "No, I want you to come." So that was my first experience in Detroit. We're in the Aretha Franklin Center right there on the Detroit River. Right. Uh, it's a beautiful setting, and the choir is just phenomenal. I mean, the songs that they were singing with heart and passion and worship, just good gospel songs. I got to tell you, I was a little bit blown away, mm. like tears, just like tearing up a little bit, because when you hear somebody singing, 100 plus people singing, oh, how excellent is our God. Mm. You know, you can't help but think, amen, praise yeah. God. Yeah. You know, and then the next thing I know, they're like, oh, Pastor Tyson's going to come share a message. And I'm like walking out and preach that message on Isaiah 6. And I just sensed the presence of the Lord. I mean, at that point, it did feel like kind of an old time crusade where you had good singing and you have somebody just preaching the gospel and you have people kind of respond, not knowing what to think of that. Yeah. I mean, it's not like the crowd itself is all Christian. Sure. Right. Yeah. I would say the crowd is mainly not yeah. But they're interested in what's going on, and they want to hear, obviously, from Kanye. Mm. So he spoke a little bit more, even at this last one in Salt Lake City. He got up and shared a lot more about his testimony and then started meddling with a couple of issues that are close to his heart. But I just think that the overall experience with people would be like, you know, like, God showed up. Mm. I just think they would have to say that. I mean, nobody can leave that saying, that was dumb, that was dorky, I didn't get anything out of it. Mm. People would have to leave saying, like, there's a movement. Hmm. of the Spirit of God working through those songs that were sung, through the gospel that was preached. And then it seems to me like Kanye is pretty clear on his testimony, even though he also wants to talk about a few of those other issues, like I said, that are close in his heart that sure. he really wants to address as well. You know, one last thing really quick. Yeah. And, um, I, just, I just remember this tweet I saw a few weeks ago uh, oh, yeah. in in, in, in Tying into like just what you were talking about with the with the gospel choir and then you walking out on on, on stage and you even saying like Kanye I don't, I don't know if this fits I don't know if my preaching is fitting with this setting uh, this this um, fella Tyler Burns says it's uh, he's he's linking a, a Christianity Today article about all this and he says Kanye bringing white pastors into historically black church venues to exhort and teach is a troubling move and, I, and I'm curious have you had any pushback. Um, directly or heard any kind of similar criticism hey man this is this is not your place 
you know, this is a traditionally black church venue. You stay over there in, in your in your in your place. Have you heard any of that? And what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I'm sure people talk that way. That's not how I talk. I see every person as a beautiful person created in the image of God that I want to know Christ. I want them to know Christ. And so whether I'm in a, an African-American church or in a white church or some other multi-ethnicity church, my goal is all the same. I mean, we're all we're all created in the image of God. We all Amen. can know Christ and have the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. And so those issues, I'm sure, are on the hearts of others. They're not on my heart, and I don't think they're on the heart of God, because whether you're white or black doesn't matter to God. What matters is, what are you saying? What are you? How are you loving Christ and loving others? Yeah. So I'm sure some people probably got his ear a little bit. In fact, you know, uh, this, this weekend, I'm not going to be with them, and that's fine. He said, hey, we want to rotate pastors a little bit, and, and sure. um, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know what that means. All I know is, like, you know, I, I'm here to help him be rooted and grounded in the Word of God, Amen. whether I'm behind the scenes or whether he wants me to speak again out front. I don't really care. What I do care about is honoring the Lord Jesus Christ, exalting him. May his name be praised. Mm-hmm. And that I can always be excited about. Yeah. Mm. Amen. That was very pastoral answer. With Tyler Burns is what his name was. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be angry at him. Shut up, Tyler. Right. <laughs> uh, hey, Pastor. <laughs> Pastor, thank you so much for coming on the yeah, show, man. We pray for you. That's good Praying stuff. God gives you more opportunity to preach the gospel, brother. Yeah, man. More cross politic when we come back. Wow. That's good stuff. You can delete that tweet. I'm probably blocked anyway from being anywhere close to those tweets. Worship is not our idea of trying to please um, a a benevolent being. Uh, Worship ultimately is something that God himself demands of his creatures. Join us this January as we will enjoy fellowship, spiritual growth, and the worship of God at the 2020 G3 Conference. For information and reservations, visit g3conference.com. Pastor Adam, we're praying yeah. for you. Uh, thank you very much for your work, for serving Jesus this way. And we're praying, praying God's blessings on your ministry, uh, not only to Kanye and his family, but just in your church and your family. Yeah. Um, uh, that's, that's huge. Yeah, and, I, I, uh, I don't want to forget either that while I think everybody is seeing the whole Kanye story and Kanye coming to Jesus, with Adam uh, preaching at these events, don't forget that there are hundreds, thousands, and hundreds people. of thousands of people, people who can come to Jesus yep, because right. of the gospel is being right. shared and proclaimed. So, yeah. Pray for not only Kanye, yeah. for Pastor Adam, but also pray the, for those people fruit, that are showing up. Yeah, that's right. Of, of, of those labors. That God would open up those yeah. hearts, you yeah. know? Yeah. Amen. So. Amen. All right. We got a, a book drawing. Yeah. Where's you, the book? Where's the book? ready? It's right there. Reformed Church. So this book is coming to one lucky club member. Okay. Uh, ready? You, uh, oh. Drum roll? Drum okay. roll? Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gracious. Uh, uh, uh. uh. 
was Andrew? Get, is Andrew? Uh, was he here? Uh, Andrew Bieber. Is he live stream? Oh, he I was, think he, I think he might have been on the live stream. Okay, okay. all right. This, so, that's Justin's no, brother. No, Andrew Morton. Andrew Morton. Was, uh, yeah. this, this, this is is this Justin Bieber's? Bro- I, I think so. Brother? Justin Bieber's brother is a club member. <laughs> Andrew, congratulations. Hey, congrats. I will reach we'll, out. We'll be in touch. Get his address if you have. If you we'll, hear the show first, we'll send you the yeah, free book. Yeah. And uh, and that was kind of fun, you guys. I'll we, drop a cross politics worldview series in that. Oh also. yeah, you should. Yeah. And maybe oh, a sticker. Yeah. Give him some stickers. Some yeah. stickers, some stickers. Yeah. 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 So you can we'll do that. A pen. We'll maybe a pen. pen. All right. So uh, a shirt. Maybe a hat. Uh, we don't have a we don't have jacket. Uh, so give him your hat. Send him one of the nice glasses. It's cold. It's cold. Why don't you send him the Tony Scotch glass? Andrew, you now are the carrier of the Tony Scott class. <laughs> I think that actually is going to be really special down through the ages. It will be. Like, it know? absolutely will be. Um, all right. So all these townhouses, townhouses. Town hall. Oh, my gosh. Guys, I need Plus medicine. Tax. I've been drinking tea all morning. No, you've man. been drinking been other things. No, I haven't tea. had any other thing besides tea right now. I'll tell you that. Uh, so all these uh, town hall events been going on this last yeah. week. I guess on CNN with Don Lemon. We had Kumo was hosting one. I'm pretty uh, sure that Trump's actually paying for these. <laughs> this is free they, advertising like, for Trump. <laughs> CNN yeah. will take his ad and he's like, all right, fine. Can we do another yeah. town hall? Yeah. Please, so they can just get up there and talk? All right. Think so. so Mayor Pete was asked about religion again. As you know, in 27 states, including my state of Florida, LGBTQ people can be denied service in restaurants and other public spaces uh, based on who they love or who they're perceived to love. Restaurant owners in these states can deny service uh, based on so-called religious liberty. As a Christian, can you point to any teachings in faith which state things like, thou shalt not serve the gay's meatloaf and diner? <laughs> you get jammed right now. Or other religious verse which provides instruction to the faithful to deny service, housing, or other services to LGBTQ people? What a great question. And without telling others how to worship, the Christian tradition that I belong to instructs me to identify with the marginalized and to recognize that the greatest thing that any of us has to offer is love. (laughs) Religious liberty is an important principle in this country, and, and we honor that. It's also the case that any freedom that we honor in this country has limits when it comes to harming other people. We say that the right to uh, free speech does not include the right to yell fire in a crowded theater. A famous justice once said, my right to swing my fist ends where somebody else's nose begins. Talking about and the right to religion free, religious freedom ends where religion is being used as an excuse to harm other people. Um, so without the- telling everybody how to worship, I'm going to tell you how to worship. But the pro- the problem here is that we're not defining our terms. Okay. So uh, he's playing off of massive ambiguities. Yeah, right. And and this is what um this is what false teachers always do. That's exactly right. He, he uh, fought they, in war. Uh, and did did, and, did the, his faith stop there when he was hurting someone else? Well, his fist stopped there when he was fighting yeah, in war. Right. So define love. Yep. <laughs> what's love? Yeah. Um. A, a, by what standard? Yep. And um. And define harm. No, yep. Notice what he did there. Um, he moved. The question was actually about um, Christians restaurants. in restaurants right. and their freedom to serve LGBTQ people yeah. or not or not. Now, here's my question for you. Who's getting harmed? If a business owner says, sorry, we don't want to serve you a hamburger. Well, it depends on whose definition you're going to use. That's right. Um, but the example he gave was yelling fire in a crowded movie theater. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is. 
there's a high degree, a high chance of uh, people getting trampled. Well, and you're and harming then, and, the theater. You're and, taking away ticket sales, popcorn sales, and all that stuff. No, 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 harming no, but, but, the business. I, but he's talking about physical harm. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I, I think the, the argument stands because sure. you're actually harming a business when you do that. Well, but I don't think that's been the – that's not the point of it. The point of it is physical harm. Sure. And that's, yeah. and then he that's said, his point. That, and, yeah, yeah, that's my sure. point. And then, he, and then he quotes the justice who's talking about your freedom uh, to swing your arm around ends at where my nose begins. Yep, right. Again, talking about physical harm, yeah. immediate physical harm. Right. So the question ought to come back to him, though, and say, um, Pinko, um, wh- who's physically being harmed by not getting a hamburger yeah. uh, or the meatloaf? Well, yeah. they're going hungry. Well, for someone who no, they're can't. Not. There's more there's grocery stores. There's more places. Yep. Nobody's being physically, immediately physically harmed. Yep. Yep. So, the, so he's playing off of that ambiguity. Yeah, that's yeah. right. The imagery that you immediately go to is, remember that time that black people couldn't go in restaurants and eat right. food? Yeah. And, and then look what right. that did. And, and if, if you want to use that, right. that was actually some of the best things that happened for black people because they said, bet, you're not going to feed us? You, we'll you, start we're, we're, we're feed ourselves. Our, our money ain't green here. Yeah. I'll make the competition that'll cook better steak than you t- cook, and then yeah. we'll have the business. And right? black people so, cook the best barbecue. So, I'll tell you that right now. Just far as a market situation, right. like, that's good for market. Right. We right. Talk, we've talked about the civil rights legislation a little bit on the show before, and yeah. I think one of the things that we've landed on is most of it uh, has been problematic. Yeah. yeah, most of it is problematic because what we're talking about here is is making the distinction between sins and crimes. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly it, right. It is a sin for someone to hate their brother yep. because yep. of the way they look or where they're from or what color their skin yeah. is. That's a sin. Yeah. yeah, but it's not a crime. No, right. It's not. There, there's no harm has been done to the person physically such that the government yeah. should step in. So the government should not have forced yeah. businesses to serve people. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's 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 what the government was doing. The that, government was right. forcing but, restaurants to have segregated policies no, or integrated. No, well, no, well, before that. initially segregated. Initially, right, right, the government right, was causing right, that problem. Right, and restaurants wanted to serve. Right. Um, I, I think I think what the the one thing that I think the government was free to do was to say basically that anybody can vote. Right, because voting was is is a is it's a. a is part of the the realm of the government to right, say right. we we want who the, can participate. And I, so I think that was a legitimate part of the civil, the civil rights, rights absolutely. And, and ensuring that you know if, if there were going to be people there in some places where they were going to be scared off from voting, uh-huh. maybe you have some soldiers there or, or police officers there to make sure they can get in and vote freely. Uh-huh. But that's I think that's the the, ma- the max. In, in a lot of ways, I don't give the social justice movement the same credit, but the civil rights movement actually had the moral high ground. Yes, I really believe that because social, because it was really sinful. It was really sinful to hate your brother. Absolutely. And there was a lot of things that were crimes that were happening that were not being taken care of. And and that was back to the segregation laws where the the government had enforced restaurants, um, had enforced um, racism in their policies. Yeah, Yeah. I I think the woke movement is is upset by proxy. Right. They're they're (laughs) upper high high ground by proxy. They're they're not the ones. But but also since we're still on the civil rights movement. So while I agree with what was going on with the civil rights movement, that there was seriously something wrong. The end result, the Civil Rights Act that happened, I don't think that it actually helped us in the end. It no. killed. I, I, what, it killed. Because what it ended up doing was exactly what the homosexual uh, Burgerfeld thing did. It gave special rights. Yeah. It put a. It still made you a separate class of a person. Right. And we had to take notice of that versus saying, oh, we already have laws that apply to you. We yeah. already have. It, it gave more power to the state, yes. which the power, which the state is right. not, um, it, it's not, um, given that authority by God right. and it's not good at wielding yeah. that authority. And it also then created these classes of people yeah. exacerbating the problem. Yeah, exactly. Right? Which, which right. is what we didn't need. Right. Yeah. And, I mean, why, 
why, I mean, to the extent that we're still having problems, yeah. uh-huh. why is that happening? Well, because the government is trying to be Jesus. Yeah. Right. Right. Jesus is the one who can actually give us new hearts yeah. so that we'll actually love one another because we're made in the image of God and have the right kind of Christian compassion and love for one another. Yeah. But that means you have to submit to Jesus. Yeah. Not yeah, the, the state. The government's well, trying, and the government, what they need to sit back and do is like, y'all need to figure that out. That's, you know, until someone hurts someone in the right. sense that they actually right. cause them physically harm, right. physical right. harm, right. regardless of, of how they felt emotionally about the person's race. Right. If you hurt that man, right. we're going to pass judgment. Now, now it's a crime. If you hurt this right. person, we're going right. to pass judgment. But, but that distinction needs to be kept clean because that's not what Pinko Pete's doing. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We're talking about, now, here's the thing. I think that Christians are free to serve, uh, um, give a common um, mm-hmm. goods yeah. to anyone who walks through and the door as a, as a business person. And, and, and most do. Yeah. Most yes, do. Chick-fil-A. It, it, you know, if, yeah. if, uh, if a homosexual walks through the door. The cake people, uh, they've whatever, been doing the same right, thing. You, you, you serve your common good. Um, the, the Bible does not teach that we are contaminated by, by being in the marketplace yeah. with sinners. Yeah. Um, otherwise, we'd all be unclean. Yeah. Right. Um, no. What, we're, what we are taught by the Bible is that we ought not to um, support or encourage the actual sin itself right. or to praise yeah yeah to right. praise it and so this is why christians draw the line at a lot of those at weddings um, at what what uh, yeah. pastor Doug has referred to as um like sort of industries that glorify things yeah, yeah. so so the the photography um the 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 cake baker um the dressmaker the invitation makers <laughs> are meant to glorify these events yeah. and if the event is not a is not is not a, a an actual event. wedding yeah. right. um but the uh, celebration of an abomination, yeah. uh-huh. then the Christian in good conscience can't be. And, and, and recently there was at least one court ruling that said a Christian should not be forced to say what he doesn't want to say yeah. in terms of, I think this is a good thing. I think there's a free speech issue and a, and a, and a freedom of, of faith issue. And, and Pinko Pete is, is trying to draw this line between harm and religion. And of course that principle is actually legitimate. Yeah. Um, right. You know, if, if somebody's religion says that um, we're going to go, we have to go shoot people, yeah. the government should step in and say, no, but that's actual physical harm. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, when the government tries to fix a sin, um, we get more sin. Right. So you brought up the distinction between sins and crimes. The government's job is to deal with crimes, but their job is not to solve sin problems. And right. when you do, you get more sin in the sixties, when this happened, when the civil rights legislation passed, the divorce rate, the single child rate in the black community in their households went from uh, thirty about thirty percent of of children would be raised in a single family household, and after the sixties legislation happened, it went to seventy percent of kids were being raised in single family households in the black community. The other thing that happened during that time frame was LBJ's war on poverty. Poverty was down to about 15%. About 15% of the population yeah. nationwide was in some sort of poverty status. After that, the poverty status jumped up to about 30%. So he won that war. That's where we're hovering. That's where we're hovering <laughs> right now. That war. If that's what he was trying to do. Yeah. But, it, but this, it's this, crazy. And this happens because... The government's trying to solve sin problems. Right. And, and, and the wrong authority yep. is trying to solve the issue. It's trying to take responsibility for the issue. Mm-hmm. And so what you're doing is you're displacing the authority right. that God's actually established in this world to take care of it. Yeah. And which is, in the first place, men, fathers and husbands. Yeah. And in the second place, um, the church, pastors yeah. and elders and deacons um, helping support and put people back together through through the gospel. I just want to take a moment before I ask my question to validate the pain of our transgender siblings that demonstrated earlier and that have spoken up today, especially black trans women. Oh, snap. 
But let me tell you something. Black trans women are being killed in this country. And CNN, you have erased black trans women oh. for the last time. Let me tell you something. Ooh. Black trans women are dying. Our lives matter. That's a dude. I am an yeah. extraordinary That's a dude. black That's a dude. trans woman. And I deserve to be here. My black trans sisters that are here. I am tired. Yes. I am yes, so please. tired. I'm just saying that, and it's not just my black trans women, it's my black trans brothers too. And I'm gonna say what I'm gonna say. Oh, oh. Okay. No, 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 come here. No, no, I just want to ask you something. Come here. Don't test him, Don. Don't test him. He will name? knock you out. Blossom, see Brian. Blossom, let me ask Google Brian. Me. Blossom. Please, Google me. Blossom. Thank you. Let me tell you something. Let me. Let me. No, don't come on the stage. Don't come on the stage. <laughs> Can, may I have the mic? Okay. You're not privileged. Blossom. Let me tell you something. The reason that we're here is to validate people like you. That is why we're giving, but that is why we're here. Okay, but I. Not one black trans Yeah, yeah. Hang on, we can't hear you. Blossom, we can't hear you. Here, Blossom, we can't hear you. Baby, your actions have to speak louder than words because guess what? Not one black trans woman has taken the mic tonight. Not one black trans man has taken the mic tonight. Show me. Blossom, Blossom. Okay, thank you. I appreciate it. Blossom, you're a black trans woman. You have the mic in your hand. I've given, I've taken and given it back to you. We want to hear from you. We have had trans people of color. We've had all people here. And you're welcome. But we, but we are proud and happy that you're here. We're proud and happy that you're here. Yes, but remember, we, we're on our time constraint. All right. Thank you, Blossom. And I appreciate it. Yeah, that's how anti-blackness works. Oh! Among people of color. Don Lemon just anti-blacker. That's anti-black what anti-blackness her. looks like. The erasure of black trans people. All right. I'm here. We're here in this room. Please give us that opportunity. Blossom, thank you so much. And we appreciate it. Thank you very much. Yes, I got it. There you go. Yes. Congressman, please address that. You want to address that? I'd be happy to. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Blossom. (laughs) What's going through his head right now? Uh... (laughs) Wall was led by transgender women of color and it's 15 years later and we're still failing you as a community but there are mothers like me and other community members that are committed to change and so thank you for allowing that thank you (laughs) my gracious (laughs) this is this chris chris kumo should have been laughing at this Okay, just a little I, more of that. I, I, I'm pretty. Oh, I'm pretty sure. You know why I'm laughing Tr- so hard? Trump paid for that commercial. You want some more popcorn? Oh, I do. Yeah, this I, is so good. Oh. You know why it's so good? Why? It's because remember I said a long time ago with the um the whole trans and feminism like they're gonna start eating each other. Oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah. happening. It's happening right now. I think Pastor Pastor yeah. Wilson said this a long time ago. The only thing that these groups hate more than them, than each other is us. And right now we're it's in the Christians. way of them getting yeah. the. In, oh, yeah. You know. yeah. But you know what? She just turned on Don. She just. Mm-hmm. They are all, you know, feminism. You said this on the show. What was it when we were talking? I think it was uh, last week about the Botham John situation. You were like, believe all women. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Not right now. Mm-mm. Not believing. No. Geiger. They ain't believing Geiger. Yeah. They ain't believe all women right now. And so watching these worldviews right now, it's starting to happen where yep. it's collapsing in on itself. Yep. Yep. And eventually they're just going to abolish each other. Notice yeah. how um, she's a, she's the high priest. He? Who? He. He's the high priest. Because there's, there's a real she in there. No, a no. She. She's wearing a headdress. I mean, oh, okay. he, he's wearing a headdress. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. The dude dressed up like a woman. Yeah. Who mm-hmm. just did her anti-black. Oh, my goodness. You got to be clear, Toby. She, he is the pastor of the yeah. church in there. Yeah. Right? 
Yeah. He he, he can do that. Right. And everybody bows. Yeah. Everybody was deferential. There was a couple they, people in the audience kind of. Kinda oh, laughed. I know. They oh, they bet not said nothing. Uh-uh. uh-uh. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's but, true. But notice that's what that's she. Yeah. He has the authority. Right. You know what Beto was thinking? I'm going to tell you exactly what Beto was thinking. How come we don't have Trump security detail up in this place? <laughs> they wouldn't even have to say hardly two words before they been out of here. I ain't doing this no more. Yep. Y'all get Trump's security in here. Yep. That's what he was thinking. Yeah. Well, Kami Harris has got some more to add to this. Elementary school student from Massachusetts likes to play hockey. That's more. Right, she was identifying Jacob. as Kami for a minute. Um, my name is Jacob, and I'm a nine-year-old transgender American. Uh-huh. My question is... What will you do in your first week as president to make sure that kids like me feel safer in schools? And what do you think schools need to do better to make sure that I don't have to worry about anything but my homework? Oh, I like that question, Jacob. We're going to do this. No, Pocahontas, we're going to do this. We're going to help you out. Oh, man. <laughs> we're going to answer that question um, for you. Yeah. Let's put one thing aside for a second. The first thing she should do is abolish all schools. <laughs> Bye-bye schools. Yeah. You want no protection? Yeah. Get out of government school. Oh, um, man. How come that's not considered child abuse? Right. Uh, yeah, exactly. It is. Yeah. Right. If, if, if Pinko Pete wants to really love, then you need to start with the children. Right. Here's, here's you the, start brainwashing the kids. I mean, he's, yeah, it, this is all kinds of messed up. Yeah. I mean, the, the, that, that little, that's a little girl mm-hmm. dressed up like a little boy. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. Uh, who's being abused and being mm-hmm. paraded. Yeah. And being used, yeah. Yeah, they're being right? used to jam that, that, us. They're they're um they're politicizing their abuse. Right, they're weaponizing mm-hmm. this abuse. Absolutely, and oh, yeah. um and it's and it's horrific. And notice, I mean, we don't know what's happened to that little girl yet, but um with these trans people, the story's coming out. They're giving them chemicals. They're doing yeah. surgeries on them. Yep. They are physically harming them, yeah. butchering them. In addition to the psychological um, harm and, and abuse yep. that they're doing them, where they where they are, um, they're giving into this this gnosticism. Yep, yep, yep. Where they're saying, "I've got this secret knowledge," and yep. um, and so therefore that justifies me um, uh, uh, parading you around like this yeah. and and harming that little girl. You, you never can get away from cutting yourself in idolatry. This is true. And yes. idolatry, you can never get away because well, uh, there always has to be blood. There has to be blood. There's always a sacrifice. That's right. There's always blood. And it's either the blood of Jesus. That's right. Or it's going to be the blood of unborn babies. That's right. Or it's going to be the blood the blood of our born babies. That's right. Uh, that we're going to cut. Yeah. And uh, and we're going to sacrifice them. Yeah. Um, well, and, here's the thing is Mayor Pete talks about love and harm. Right. And this is, I mean, and he's all for this. Right. But he's he, all for but. Saying that right. I'm loving this kid, right? And and the and the the common trans line, surgery harm, right? Right. Exactly. And of course, you know, sometimes somebody comes back and says, "Well, you know, what about the pedophiles?" Did you know in the in the Pinko Pete conversation? They, uh, what's the guy's name? The the gay CNN guy, um, oh, Don Lemon? No, no, the other the other gay CNN. Oh, oh, the white. Well, what's <laughs> the his white name? one? Andrew Cooper. Uh, Anderson Cooper. Anderson and, Cooper, oh, Cooper. Cooper asks him, "Did God make you this way?" And he says, "Yeah, yeah God is love, and I find myself this way." And so, yeah, must be. And and of course. One response is, well, then what about somebody who's sexually attracted to children? Yeah. And and the and the comeback is frequently, well, that's you know, they they can't give consent. So no. Yeah. Whoa. But but, but a trans is, kid is that kid giving consent right there yeah. who's been brainwashed to think that she's a boy. Yeah. Can, can, and here's the thing, you gotta see this. 
You can't say they can give consent and you can you can cut off a little boy's penis. Yeah. Um or or give <sighs> girls uh you know puberty hormone blocking blockers um, whatever. hormone yeah. blockers or whatever. You can't say that they can give consent to that. And then in the next breath say, but some old dude can't say that little boy likes me. Wants to have sex with me. Yeah. Yeah. There's absolutely nothing dividing those That's things. Right. That's uh, right. this, which is why consent is meaningless. Yeah. Right. Consent means nothing. Right. Um we and 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 who's getting harmed? Yeah. Right? These children are being harmed. But that can't, it's not a shock. We we butcher we we're butchering we babies what, yeah. in their mother's yeah. wombs. And in many of these states they're doing it all the way up, you know, to, right. to you know, there's a baby there that you're just you know, that is easy to see and you're and you murder right. it in, in cold blood. Right. Yeah, well we're working our way backwards. So first we started in the womb. And killing yep. them there. Right. And now what we're starting right. to do is to chop them as right. they get further out of the world. Exactly, right. exactly so, right. And don't forget yep. in all this too, that even with homosexuality, one of the things that we are, that is, that we are jammed with all the time, of course, is, you know, why, why are you going to say no to two loving consensual adults who have yeah. this loving relationship? Pingo Pete says, you know, something about I never felt closer to God until I married my husband. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and of course it's a huge lie, but what they're covering up is, um, all the real harm they're doing each other. Uh-huh. That's not love. They are harming each other. Right. You're a man. You are not meant to do that to another man. Right. Uh, you are not meant to have that done to you by another man. That's right. And we're talking. And I'm talking about physical harm. Yeah. Yep. Um. The 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 statistics of physical harm, damage, disease yeah. done yep. by men to one another in in sodomite relationships right. is through the roof. Yeah. Right. It's being heavily suppressed. Yep. Because it would be completely, but it's, it's, it's and we've known it since the nineties. Way worse yeah. than smoking cigarettes. Well, we've known it before then. Yeah. Right? Like you know, the hypocrisy is insane. Yeah. yeah. Right? You have this like how you know don't let a kid anywhere near a cigarette. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, I think I smelled Stop a whiff of vaping. something like three miles down the road. <laughs> yeah. Someone yeah. was smoking a cigarette, and I have a little three year old. A cross dressing right. story hour. But come on but in. I, but come on in <laughs> yeah. and watch a watch a drag queen strip tease. Yeah. 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 Right. I mean, the hypocrisy is insane. Right. And this is what happens. When you when you turn away from the living God, you go crazy. Romans yeah, 1 amen. says that. Yep, yep. Right? We're insane. Uh, and, it, and the centrality of the insanity is refusing to worship God yep. as creator. Yep. And when you when you turn away from that, it says, it, Romans 1 says that our foolish hearts are darkened. That's right. And thinking ourselves wise, we Infants. become fools. fools. Yep. Right? And And what do we do? We immediately turn to idols. Yep. Yep. We worship things that are made rather than the, the maker. Right. And then what happens? The sexuality just goes out the window. Yeah. Right. right? We, we, be, we begin acting insane, particularly where the source of life is supposed to be. Yeah. Right. Because we're not worshiping the maker. We can't see. We're all, doing the same. Amy right. Geiger, the situation all over again. We yeah. can't see. We're walking into the wrong floor. We're doing yeah. everything's yeah. messed yeah. up because right. we're, we're blind right. people. Moral blindness yeah. creates right. judicial blindness. Yeah. Right. This is why um, Pastor Adam's He's, point about yep. like um, to, the you know, gospel is the center. The gospel of all is this. the center. Right. If, if we want to actually up. solve racism, yep. if yep. we want to solve injustice, if we want to solve the hurts and the brokenness, um, the the Pinko Pete's missing thing. I'm gay and God is love. The missing thing is and there's sin in the world. Yeah, that's why you're. That's why you experience these right. temptations yeah, in your yeah, flesh right. and your lust because there's sin in the world. Adam sinned. We've all sinned. Wages of sin is death. And Christ died for us so that we might be free. And that's how God demonstrates his love for us. And that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. us. That's love. That's that's actually love. That's what love looks like. Love doesn't leave you in your sin. Yeah. Right. Love comes for you. 
Yeah, so right. now that you to can deliver you, you can present your bodies now a living sacrifice, yeah. holy and acceptable yeah. to God, which is a reasonable service. Yeah. And you don't have to cut on yourself. You know, I'm I'm praying not only that Kanye walks with the Lord, but that Kim and yep. the kids yeah. and Amen. Bruce Jenner, yeah. Yeah. Amen. may they all come to know the love yeah, of yeah. Jesus. Amen. And Pete too. And Pete yeah. too. If you're single, get married. If you're married, have kids. And if you have kids, go baptize them. Until next week, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight. Laugh and feast. This is Cross Politics.